Monday, uh, divided by werewolves. Uh, congratulations to uh, <laughs> Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who finally figured out what we all fucking knew months ago. They had no shot at being president. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Uh, yeah, sure, man. Whatever. Uh, the the misattributing quote to Winston Churchill was was the icing on the cake, especially with the Churchill, uh, whatever the fuck council or a Churchill house or whatever the fuck they are. That's just like keep his name out of your mouth. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, between losing to Trump and losing to Disney, he's he's zero for two against cartoon characters. So. <laughs> Is the same is the same winning percentage as uh, Yosemite Sam, which makes yeah. sense because he's also <laughs> tiny and wears high heeled boots. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm I gotta say, man, I I thought for sure last night y'all had that game in the bag. I thought the Bills were just gonna fucking run to the Super Bowl on Josh Allen's legs, and then disappointment set in. Was a real bummer because I was really rooting for the Bills. Um, I cannot stand the Ravens. Like I do not yeah. want the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Go Lions, I also, I guess. <laughs> huh? Go Lions. I don't know what the fuck else to say about it. I mean, it's well. Here's the thing. I don't. Yeah, exactly. Go Lions. Like the San Francisco always. Ever since you know Joe Montana left, they've always just felt like a team that had zero personality. Like even when they've yeah. been good, they've just they've just felt like a team that's very good, but just has no personality. Um, mm. I can't stand the Ravens. And God, I cannot even begin to tell you how much I do not want two weeks of fucking coverage asking what Taylor Swift is going to be doing yep. during the Super Bowl. Like, yep. I, I love Taylor Swift. Like, I like her music. I watch her concert film. I think what she's done is absolutely incredible. But for the love of all that is fucking holy, let these two people just have their relationship in peace. Yeah. Like, for I'm just, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm just disgusted. I don't even give a fuck about. It. I'll watch it because I've watched the Super Bowl every year since I was born, essentially. Um, but I really don't. I'm just so fucking tired of it. It's every yeah. year. It's just 32, 32, 33 fucking years of, of yeah. this being my favorite team, yeah. and this being the outcome. This or, or way worse being well, the that's outcome. That's why I stopped, uh, you know, being a Washington fan. And they went what four and thirteen. I mean, you know how hard you have to. To act to work to not win five games, like I just feel like <laughs> even feel the like Falcons you and I could win right. five games. Like, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, whatever. And that's why I mean, you know, after that team got fucking running on the ground, it was just year after year. At least in your situation, I think you have a really good team. You just unfortunately are stuck in a stacked division, yeah. and so it just. You know, and there's well, I mean, always... there were many, many, many years where they were not a good team. Oh, absolutely. Yes. You know, they 100%. Were... Yes. Yeah. This being good again is new. Like, it still feels good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, when I look at, like, the potential for the Super Bowl, I'm just like, I, you know, for the commercials, it's like, yeah, whatever. Sure. And yeah. then also, like, movies, it's like, all right, what, a trailer for another Fast X movie or something? You know what mm. I mean? It's like, yeah. uh, there's nothing that I'm going to be excited about. I mean, if they, no. you know, maybe if, if they, if they had a trailer for the new Godzilla movie, I guess maybe, but even then it's like, I'm going to see that see anyway. Yeah, and you, you're not going to watch it because you don't want anything spoiled. Right. So. Yeah. 
And then the halftime show, it's like I, you know, I don't have a problem with Usher, baby, but I'm, ah, I don't, I don't know his music enough. To, I didn't even know that's who it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, I, think I tell you what, man, I just get more and more like, I don't know, just like, like, like you said, tuning in the Super Bowl for the commercials, right? That used to be the thing. Yeah, but it's like if. If the commercials that I see on like YouTube or like you know what like I don't have cable but like the commercials the ads that I see now oh my god it's like I'd shoot myself in the face right like everybody's trying to out stupid one another yeah it's like I don't I, I don't even give a fuck about commercials anymore right yeah yeah yes a hundred percent yeah I think I'm just getting old man I I'm think so not, too and it's just not not for me anymore <laughs> exactly I agree with you hundred percent like I would rather like they do like a 20 minute destiny lore YouTube video as they have time. So right. Something. It's just like Astacross showing like the top five builds. I'm like, perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Or, or, you know, like let's just show retro commercials. Like, yes, let's do that. Even better. Like, like (laughs) let's do the, I used to do, this is how sad I am. I used to do all of the, uh, the Terry Tate commercials before. That Like I would love to. Yeah. Bring back Janice. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't hear the word Janice without going, yep. hi, Janice. Hi, Janice. Motherfucker. Yeah. My favorite's the guy, the guy that didn't recycle and he's yeah. like laying by the trash can crying. <laughs> I'm so I sorry. I'm so sorry. Thank you, God. <laughs> Uh, yep that's back when when we were young and they had personality that's right Uh, all right so we have a couple movies to talk about and then uh some some small game things to do but before we do that i need to give a plug so this is my apology i i i had told um uh, Dennis, that uh, I would do this in March, but we're not going to remember in March. Um, I will do my best to uh, remember it again in March, but I mean, let's be honest. I almost forgot to do it now because Mitch, you and I were talking for the show, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> um, so, um, so we had talked about. So uh, you know, Dennis is the the uh, host of the Botched uh, podcast, and uh, their third book. Uh, uh, like in Solomon's Odyssey, uh, their 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 Kickstarter for that is going to be launching in March. Um, so uh, you know, like I said, I'll do my best to remember in March. But uh, if you like uh, werewolf comics, and honestly, you know who wouldn't um, check out? Uh, you can go to the I'll put the Kickstarter link in the comments. Uh, but basically, um, you can go to uh, Lycan, L-O-Y-C-A-N, book, all one word, dot com. And that's got you a link to the Kickstarter. And that way you can follow it and and, and be up to date for uh, for when that third drop, third book drops. So uh, congratulations mm-hmm. uh, to Dennis. You know, creating anything is, is a is a momentous achievement and uh, much less, uh, you know, kind of keeping with it and, uh, and, and being able to, uh, to get to the point where you're, you're dropping your third book. That's, that's amazing. So that's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Uh, what, uh, what do you want to do first? I want to ask you about a movie first. Okay. 
Um, and and, and uh, the reason I wanted to do it this way is because well, I'll just say, uh, uh, Goose came for a visit uh, last week, and we mm-hmm. you know got to do Christmas and all that stuff because you know because of work and mm-hmm. her being so far away, get, getting put off stuff like that. Um, and she always you know she tends to like recommend a movie. Hey, have you seen this? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, I haven't seen it, but I've at least heard of it. This one though, I had never heard of it, and. And it's not genre, you know. It's 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 a drama. It's kind of a black comedy almost. Um, but I'm curious if you've heard of it, um, because like it has like a pretty stacked cast. It is really good. Uh, it's called Captain Fantastic. I've heard of it. I've not seen it. Okay. See, I just can't believe I never heard of it. Yeah. Like I feel like I somewhat, you know pay attention even if it's not genre stuff like i know about movies and like for vigo to drop something and you know it, it's i just couldn't believe i had not heard of it at all um yeah i i yeah i i think it's one of those things for you know i i like his more violent stuff so yeah <laughs> i mean I, I you know but um yeah but no i'd not uh i've heard of it but i've never seen it yeah, you know, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, it's not, it's it's the the dark comedy in it. This what sold me on it. Because um, mm-hmm. you know the story is like it's it's kind of this uh, this couple and they've decided to homeschool their kids and like you know they don't let them have technology and you know they kind of live they're they're self sustaining you know and all that kind of thing and then uh, this is not a spoiler. It's like the whole premise of the movie, but uh, the the mom passes away and. Um, the family is not wanting to honor her wishes, and so they decide to take matters into their own hands to ensure that uh, what is done with her remains is, is done to, to you know what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of you know the kids dealing with you know the loss of a parent and and some of them having trouble with you know the way they're they've been raised, the choices made for them, things like that. And yeah, you know it just kind of. It's kind of a really good, and, and then watching, you know, uh, Vigo. I can't remember his name. More you know, I know, but I'm the character's name. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Oh, uh, but, Ben. Uh, but watching him struggle, you know, with kind of pushback from his children, and also grief, you know, and, and all that type of thing, and and then you know him sticking to, you know, their the decision they made for their family and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. really good movie. Oh, I'll have to add it to my list. All right. Um, do to do. So, what do you want to do first? Now that we've gotten <laughs> the stuff I haven't seen out of the way. Yeah. Uh, let's just do Saltburn. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, the movie that'll make it so that you never look at bathtubs the same way again. Um, <laughs> so, so Saltburn. Um, is uh, written and directed by Emerald uh, Fennell, or Fennell, uh, however you say her name. And, and so she she had done written and directed um, Promising Young Woman, which mm-hmm. I did not know um, prior to seeing this this film. I I wanted to see it mostly because I you know seeing um, Barry uh, Keoghan get nominated or Kogan, however you say his name, for get get nominated for so many things and. Um, and I, I think he's a fantastic actor. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm all mm. in. Um, and, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's basically, it's just a way more, it's like a talented Mr. Ripley just kind of like 
jacked up to like uh, 12 or 13. Um, mm. But the basic premise is is the same. You know, he's a, he's an Oxford scholarship kid. Um, he kind of gets in with uh, Jacob Alordi, who is this like super rich, attractive guy, um, and um, uh, and Jacob's friends, including um, uh, Farley, who's played by uh, the guy who was the lead in uh, Archie um, Medeque. I'm probably butchering that name. Who was the lead in Gran Turismo? He was the kid who won mm. uh, um, the uh, the chance to uh, join the racing academy in Gran Turismo. Um, so. Uh, so Barry plays Oliver, Oliver Quick, which, you know, if that's not a con man's name, I don't know what it is. Uh, so he kind of falls in with them while they're at school. Uh, you know, he kind of tells them that his, his mother is a drug addict. You know, his father wasn't around. His father had died while he was at school. Um, they take him to their uh, palatial estate uh, for the summer. That's the name of the, the salt burn is the name of the estate. Um, and things things kind of go from there. Um, you know, the, the, when we talked about promising young woman on the show, um, you know, one of the things that we both had issues with was, was the ending. Yes. Um, I hated the ending that, you know, I think both of us felt like it, it kind of really undid the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I don't feel that the ending of this movie undoes the movie. I think it's just it sticks around too long and it doesn't put enough faith in its audience to yes. have, have put everything together. Yep. Um, it's also for me, it was way too little, way too late. <laughs> yeah. I, I was so bored by, by that point. I was just like, I was just sitting here waiting for anything to happen, you know? And, and I don't mind a slow burn. You know, I've said this a billion times. I don't mind a slow burn as long as there's a payoff. And, the thing is, it's like this is one of those ex- examples of a movie where I was like, "All right, got it. Yep, got it. Got right. it. Yep, got it. Like, yeah. let's do something. Let's do anything now." <laughs> yeah, and and I don't I don't know if if the intention was to make the viewer wonder whether or not mm. this guy was cuckoo for cocoa puffs, mm-hmm. uh, because if that was the intention, then they they failed miserably. I mean, he yes. obviously was not. I mean, he, what, what, I mean, whether you you felt he was. So I guess the the question is, and, and talented Mr. Ripley, you know, you kind of know that he's out there to steal this guy's life, right? Mm. Uh, I, I think it, I got the impression that what they were trying to do with this movie is you knew Oliver was weird, and you knew um, he was he was an outsider, but mm. was he intentionally working? to ingratiate himself into this family with the purpose of like basically taking everything they have. Right. And, and I, I don't think that matters. I don't actually think that's a interesting question to be perfectly honest, because I think you could play it either way. I personally don't feel like he was, I think he was a predator and he saw easy pickings and he manipulated his way into the family, and then once he got there, he was just like, "Okay, well, here's what I have to do," and he did what he what he had to do to get what they had. I don't mm. necessarily feel like this was like a like a talented Mister Ripley where he that guy was like a con man. Like, I mean, and, and right. then he, he found a big mark and was like, "Fuck it, let's go," um, you know. So, and 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 the movie I think is trying up until the end to make you wonder. 
is this guy just like weird, like like in love with with um, yeah. uh, Jacob Elordi's character Felix? Is he in love with him and 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 super obsessive with him because of of being in love, or was was you know the goal to to just kind of take everything? And I don't, I personally, I don't. To me, that's not interesting. Um, because like you, it's like, yeah, you kind of like, I, 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 at the end then when they're like, you know, and here's how he did this and here's how he did this and here's how he did this and here's how he did this. And then you're like, all right, great. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't change my opinion of the guy one in the least. Like he's, my man's got issues. Like <laughs> big time. <laughs> and we saw them throughout the film. So what you're showing me now, doesn't, it doesn't. I'd be surprised if anybody was like, "Oh shit!" at that moment. Yeah, it was kind of like, thing, "Oh, okay," right? you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, my thing was like, it took us two and a half hours to get here. Like, really? <laughs> like, I mean, ugh, I don't know, man. I, it just was not for me at all. I mean, that being said, I I, I thought the performances were fantastic. I thought Rosamund Pike was fantastic, just this kind of very detached, like almost proper, you know, high society mom oh yeah no it's it's uh, technically well done all that stuff i just my problems were with just i guess pacing and, and the yeah yeah absolutely. this the story you know it just didn't seem to have much to say and it certainly felt like i feel like it almost felt like it was like you said almost tricking you at times but it certainly wasn't i was like yeah and and, and i did think like i liked uh you know i did like kind of his you know like his relationship with Farley in that like Farley was also a, a hanger on like yeah, Farley yeah. Was someone who's whose mom um like was a family friend or a member of the family and and ended up moving to America and kind of losing all of her money and he basically was hanging around so that he could continue to to get cash and so he kind of recognizes mm-hmm. it's almost like he recognizes himself in Oliver and he's not he's not like concerned for the family, he's concerned that his meal ticket is going to exactly. end, end up going away. So right. I thought that was kind of a like a little like a game recognized game type of situation there. Um, and I think the the actor that that played Farley uh, just did a fantastic job. Um, yeah. But uh, and then I did like um, Carrie Mulligan, who is the the star of Promising Young Woman. She plays the. Um, the clueless relative who's mm-hmm. in Saltburn that they're like, oh, we wouldn't want you to stay any longer. Shouldn't you go? And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's no trouble, really. We'll miss you, but it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I mean, it's it's one of those movies where it's like, I don't know, I, I would have a hard time recommending it just because, I mean, I think you, I don't know. It's It's, I guess if like, you're like, hey, I want to know what the deal with this salt burn is. It'd be like, okay, cool. But um, you know, I, 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 I'm not. I personally, I, I'm not sure what the kind of why there's such a huge buzz about it, other than. Um, I mean, but the same thing happened with Promising Young Woman too. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's that is absolutely yeah. You're absolutely right on that one. We were both kind of like, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait to never watch it again. <laughs> I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) I got a big weekend planned. (laughs) I'm going to not watch this movie. Yeah. And I cannot wait to tell you how excited I am to do that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, okay. Um, so this next film uh, hit Shutter. It's a Shutter exclusive. Um, two weeks ago, not this past Friday, but the week before. Yeah. Um, and written by Mike Benner, Jared Logan, and Charles Piper, and directed by uh, Josh Forbes, who I was not, I don't familiar with his work. No, I mean. Um, up until the same thing with the uh, the writers, although he did direct uh, the Carly Rae Jepsen Christmas classic. It's not Christmas till somebody cries, which is an absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic Christmas song, um, especially if uh, you've ever been in one of those families where nah, there are the tears. All right, cool. <laughs> it's the holidays. <laughs> um and that is uh, Destroy All Neighbors. So Destroy All Neighbors um, stars uh, Jonah, uh, William Brown as Jonah Ray, um, Alex Winter uh, as a, uh, in a double role, uh, unrecognizable as uh, mm. the, the main uh, antagonist, Vlad, but then he also is recognizable as a, as a hapless lawyer uh, later mm. in, the, in the film. Um, so basically, uh, you know, Jonah is, uh, you know, or, uh, sorry, Get my name's wrong. Um, he's um, he's this guy. He's he's writing a Prague music opera, like a Prague rock opera, mm-hmm. and he kind of always has these reasons as to why he can't get it finished, you know. Or like he'll make a bridge, but then decide to add another bridge and then another bridge. So you know, really is just kind of this person who. You can tell he just, for whatever reason, doesn't want to finish this thing. And he, he lives with his girlfriend, Emily, played by Kieran Deal. And uh, they have these na- this neighbor move in next door, uh, Vlad, uh, who just starts making like all of this noise. And meanwhile, um, you know, this guy works as a sound engineer, um, and his boss like doesn't give him any respect. Um, the, uh, the, the, the guy that they have in the... Um, in the uh, uh, recording booth, it's just like obnoxious asshole. Um, you know, he keeps getting accosted by this this homeless guy. So he finally gets to the point where he goes to confront Vlad about all the noise and ends up killing him. Um, but then decides to dismember the corpse, but dismembers the corpse under the instructions of Vlad, who's now telling him how, and then, then mm-hmm. it's just he he kind of goes down this path of Vlad is sticking around. He's got his decapitated head that's talking to him and a bag of his body parts, and <laughs> he keeps killing people. He ends up, you know, killing a number of folks. Who then every person he kills ends up becoming someone that he sees and and talks to him and kind of gives him advice on. Uh, on his life. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it kind of goes, it kind of goes from there. Um, I, it was not, it was not for me to be perfectly honest. (laughs) Um, I felt in, first of all, I hate prog rock, like with a, like with a passion. And I kind of feel like maybe you're supposed to, because it just makes this guy more annoying. Um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's the intent. You know, and and the problem is, you know, I've talked about before. When every character is incredibly annoying for me, there's no one yeah. to kind of hook into. Like I felt watching this movie, uh, basically how apparently you felt watching Saltburn, where I was just <laughs> like, "When is this thing going to be done?" Like I just, uh, I know a lot of people have liked it. They thought it was hilarious. I'm just, it's, yeah. it just kind of 
I couldn't. I mean, uh, Alex Winter was fantastic, and like I said, completely unrecognizable. Um, I couldn't even really get into the effects though, just because it didn't feel like it was supposed to be. I mean, it's a very cartoonish movie oh, sense it's... of humor, so you're not <laughs> yeah. supposed to take any of the effects stuff seriously. It's well yeah. done, but it's not like. Oh, it's completely absurdist, like from, yeah. from from the jump almost, and it just it just ramps up from where it starts. Yeah, and this is the kind of thing where if you sit down to watch it, and you know, like like I told Goose when she was saying, "What did she need to watch for the show?" I was like, "If you're not into this thing by like the ten minute mark, you are not going to be into it for the rest of the seventy minutes." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I think it's, that's, it's that's probably true. You know, Alex Winter uh, came on. A, also as a producer for this uh, i guess after reading the script or something like that i was listening to a a show about this um and yeah it, it's you know i think this is the kind of thing that if you if you like freaked you know that he did back in the day the 90, 90s thing that, that alex winter uh, directed um i think this pairs well for with that mm-hmm. but in in the way that maybe you sit if you're in like a room with a bunch of your friends and you're all getting trashed and you watch freaked and then the three or four of you that are still awake right at the end you might put this on you know right right as so because it's it's completely absurd it's and i i i found it entertaining i will say i don't think i laughed more than once that i did not think it was hilarious i was just like so like what the fuck is going to happen next? Like, yeah, because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where I just kind of wanted to see what dumbass shit happened next. Right. And you know, in the way, like almost it, like a, uh, almost like a really well-made trauma film or something. Like, it's just the most ridiculous shit. Like, yeah. It's like, and, eh, what are the, what, 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 what's the next idea? You know? And I mean, it's, it's certainly, uh, you know, goes, <laughs> some really weird places yeah it does absolutely for sure i was just like what the fuck like what's going on with this movie yeah Um, but you know and and it's uh you know it'd be interesting you know i I, did did he say like what it was about this the script that got him so like excited for it no, I no, I it was some I don't know the it was just a podcast. He actually wasn't on it. Oh, they were just okay. they were just talking about how the movie came about and stuff like that. I don't even know if they had read an interview or something maybe or whatever. They were just kind of talking about it. Mm, okay. Okay. Huh, interesting. Cuz I mean, god, I mean the amount of like time he would have had to have spent in the makeup chair. Mm-hmm. Dude, it yeah. Been, uh substantial. And that that's in fact how I found out about it because I I saw on social media blue sky or whatever he had a picture of himself in the makeup chair yeah and um and i was like oh and then and then the next yeah the next friday it was there it was and i was like oh cool um and that's basically about where it ended for me (laughs) (laughs) this is definitely one of those things where yeah i I get you know every criticism every critique 100 percent get it but i could i just whatever reason it was entertaining to me yeah, and and it's funny because like normally like horror comedies, I mean, I'm I'm usually you know I can find something about them mm-hmm. that, like I'm laughing about, but not this one for some reason it just left me cold, which yeah. happens sometimes. You know, there's nothing yeah. wrong with it, but um, they can't all be Uncle Peckerheads. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, if only we were so lucky. I'm saying. <laughs> 
man, the fact that that cat hasn't done another movie is a crime. Yeah, it's busy. He's, he's rolling around in all that peckerhead money. <laughs> <laughs> he should be. <laughs> <laughs> this world was a just place. <laughs> all right, so... Um, Saltburn, if you want to watch it, it's actually on Prime Video. So if you have uh, Amazon Prime, and which comes with Prime Video, uh, you can watch that. And then um, Destroy All Neighbors is on uh, Shudder. So. Captain Fantastic also was on Prime, I think. I'm pretty sure we oh. watched it. There you go. Plenty of things to fill your inbox with. Um, okay, so I finally took the time to try to see if Elden Ring was something that I would be able mm. to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I learned is that could I? Yes. Do I want to? Not really. Yep. Um, you know, I had uh, seen a lot of things about, you know, Elden Ring being, you know, the, um, you know, one of the more um, accessible uh, yeah. Souls-like games, you know, with it being open world and and um, you know and and uh, just the builds that you can do. Um, but you know, saying that uh, you know Elden Ring is one of the more accessible Souls-like games is like saying Spanish is one of the easier languages to learn. It's still yeah. a difficult to do. It still requires yeah. patience, <clears throat> time, all that. It's just you know. There's other there's there's it it's easy it's going to be easier than like a Sekiro or you know or uh, yeah. you know um, and so but I I wanted to give it a try so I you know I I went online and I I read a bunch of things and then I made a build and and then I um I you know they said oh go go south don't don't go to the north like the game tells you to do go south. So I went south, and I, I went south so quickly, I neglected to actually talk to the people I was supposed to talk to, because I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, I see mm. all these guys riding by on horses. I'm like, where the fuck do you get a horse? Uh, it's because <laughs> I had not gone north enough to actually figure out what the fuck you're supposed to do. Um, you know, and I will say that, you know, it, it's gorgeous. It runs beautifully. You know, there's a ton of, uh, you know, there's a ton of, customization in terms of how you make the builds. The problem is the game doesn't tell you anything. So, um, you know, it it expects you. And and I don't think it's not a situation where you, I think reasonably would know of of this stuff. Um, you know, it's not like you're like, Oh, well you just, you know, sometimes in open world games, Right, like if you can very easily, and I've done it a million times playing Assassin's Creed games. I make my life so much harder for myself going to some settlement or something early on, and I like yeah. struggle, but I clear it out, and then I do the story mission, and they're like, "Oh, here's your, you know, here's your AR-15," and you're like, "Wait, what?" Right? <laughs> right? Or like Far Cry, and they're like, "Here's how you call an elephant." You're like, "There's fucking yeah. elephants!" Like, it's not like that. It's it's right. they literally are like. Hey, you were dead. Now you're not. See that big tree? Go there. And then they're like, "Good luck." <laughs> yeah. Here's how you call your horse. There's so much stuff that they don't tell you. Um, you know, a perfect example is the fact that you know, when you're rolling, 
you are invincible. And mm. depending on how much gear you're carrying, it's a percentage of your carry weight determines what kind of roll you're doing. I was, I was, they call it fat rolling. I was fat rolling, which, mm. uh, which means that it's like anything above 70% of your carry weight. Um, they say, so you're, and it, and it shows it as like low, like it's called like equipment load or something. And it's like light, medium, heavy. And if it's heavy, you roll slowly and it takes up a bunch of stamina. Well, they don't tell you really that. They might tell you, oh, you can roll, but that's it. Right. They don't then right. say, oh, by the way, you know, you can take off some stuff. Maybe maybe it makes more sense for you to lose the helmet so that you can roll. Uh, whatever. They don't really kind of get into that. They expect you to kind of figure this shit out as you go. And then it's the same thing with the story. There's like all of these monsters and things around and you're just kind of like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Why any of this stuff is happening. The players have left messages all over the place, but they're like 90% of, of user generated content in a game. They're pretty useless. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, you know, the, the blood stains are interesting just because you're like, oh, that, there's a lot of blood stains of people running down into this cave. I'll probably get killed. Um, yeah. And, you know, and, and the game does give you a lot of latitude in terms of like, as you're roaming around, you might be like, yeah, that that troll looks fucking huge. I'm just going to go another way um, and not not get in its way. So, you know, you, you can kind of pick and choose to some degree um, how difficult you want to make things in terms of who you engage with. But at the end of the day, it's still a Dark Souls game. Yeah. You know, it's still tough. You you have to you have to play defensively. You have to learn patterns and you've got to, you know, kind of know your own limitations as well. Um, And I did, you know, I did pretty well. You know, it just it, it just I got to a point where it just, it felt like work. Yeah. Um, where I, I had to, you know, I kind of kept having to do this stretch of things. And then I got past these enemies and I went the wrong way. And now I had to reload. And then of course, when you, when you fast travel to a bonfire, everybody respawns again. So I had to go mm-hmm. through them again to go do this thing I was supposed to do. And I just kind of, got to the point where I was like I'm not really having fun with this. I think I I could do it. I just I don't have the patience for it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um you know, oftentimes when I sit down to play a game, I'm pretty much like done. Like my brain is fried. I mm-hmm. don't have that um that patience or that that willingness to really take the time to learn um that type of stuff. Um and so I just was like, you know what? I tried it, and I didn't just play it for like a couple hours. I we you know we had a long weekend last weekend, so I, I spent a bunch of time playing it, um, and it just uh, you know just wasn't for me, which happens, you know. But yeah, you know the thing that bugs me is that this the the next Team Ninja game is like this open world samurai game, and my concern is it's going to be fucking hard like this, and yep. I, I'm not going to be able to play it even though I really want to because it's not going to be something within my my reach. Right. Um, so, and then uh then I was like, "Oh, well, fine. I'll I'll play The Burning Shores, the DLC for Horizon Forbidden West." And I go mm. to uh play the game and they're like, 
I have a 15 gig download. And I was like, you're supposed to fucking keep this shit up to date. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So I go to do the 15 gig download. And then I was like, well, so I picked back up, as we talked about in Discord, I picked Cocoon back up. Because I'd played that for like an hour. And I, I don't know. That's what I did. <laughs> I got to the first boss and I just was like, eh. And I put it, I'm so glad I went back to it because it was, I mean, it really was a fantastic game. The creativity on display there was just mind blowing the way these puzzles were designed and yeah. the way in which, um, you know, the different, you know, the, the basic mechanic is you, you, you can pick up a world and carry it with you. And then you can bring that world into another world and the worlds do different things. One might like make hidden bridges appear. One, you know, might shoot, uh, lasers to you know open things, and so it becomes how do I how do I bring these worlds with me and use the different abilities and position things in the way that they need to so that I can um, go where I'm going. There's really not much of a story, um, yeah. But um, but it was it was really cool just to see um, you know the whole game is like you you know it's just the thumbstick and the A button, but yet right. managed to pack so much into it. Um, and then I so I finished that. Then I was like, okay, great. I'm gonna play the Burning Shores, and I I start up Arrest Forbidden West, and it's like, hey, you restart the game once you've installed the Burning Shores. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Once I installed the Burning Shores, I bought the Burning Shores, and I was like, oh yeah, you bought it, you never downloaded it. Fine, mm. I'm gonna download <laughs> the Burning Shores. 15 gig download. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Time <laughs> to do the Nightfall again. <laughs> oh. So that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So then I finally started up the Burning Shores, and I was like, God, I'd forgotten how much this game annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, I haven't started it yet, so that's, mm. that's <laughs> encouraging. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, I, I just have a I, – I just – I don't – there's a number of choices that they made in the second game in regards to Aloy the voice direction, mm-hmm. the voice acting, and just the writing that I just don't get. Like, I understand in the first one her acting the way she was because, you know, she basically had been shunned by this tribe. And so, of right. course, you know, her interpersonal skills are going to be a little lacking. She's going to be distrustful. So in the second one, they decided to instead just make her very put upon. Like, like, like them saying, "Hey, our town is getting ravaged by these dinosaurs." She gives the, the same look when I say to my daughter, "Can you please collect the trash before you go to work?" Like, <laughs> and then she just is like, "Ugh!" And you're like, "Why are you rolling your eyes at saving the world? You don't have to." Like, if you're fine with robot dinosaurs fucking your shit up all day, then by all me, everybody else seems to do just fine. If it's that big of a deal. <laughs> You know, so that's how they, they write her. Is it's just very impatient. Like, yeah, got it. Like that's that's kind of the the sum. Like, if I had to sum up her personality, yeah. it'd be yeah, okay. Like, you know, me, me watching Saltburn. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then these dinosaurs, man, they fucking. I mean, they just will. They love to shock you and mm. knock you down for your fifteen minute. Uh, back up on your feet animation and the, just to get fucking bodied again like I'd forgotten I I had put the, the the main game on easy and I hadn't done that here and I'm like fucking switching up arrows and doing nothing to these things while well, 16 of them fucking mm. 
dunk me like <laughs> like it's a raid mechanic and i'm just like what is ha-? and then i was like oh so i put it on easy and i'm like well this is better <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's where we are <laughs> Well, I um, so I finished Roller Drome, and I kind of had a similar uh, time with the second half of that game. Well, I was oh, really? just, I was just enjoying myself, and I was getting, I was best in my times, and I was learning, you know, where the enemies spawn, and I'm doing kick flips and shit, and flipping through the air, and then there are mechs everywhere, oh. and there are flying jetpack dudes and little. Uh, weird crystal firing people that go invisible and run away from you the minute you start to shoot at them. And I was like, you know, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, so I mentioned before, there's all these things that, you know, you can use to make the game easier. And the only penalty is that they don't put your scores on the leaderboard and I could give a fuck about a leaderboard. So, um, so I, I turned off the, I turned off the having to do, um, tricks to get ammo and i turned off that having to complete challenges to get to the next tracks and i just finished the game and that was way more fun than uh than than you know beating my head against the wall trying to take down mix while dual wielding pistols like that's just yeah. not you know yeah. but it was fun you know outside of the difficulty spike about halfway through and then uh i'm still playing bomb rush um but i got i got hung up on a a particular challenge in that one too for a few days and i was getting aggravated and i love the game i didn't want to get mad at it so i was like let me just take a break or you know i'll try something else and so i had um installed evil west um oh yeah i got pretty far was, in that game and then noped out of that one too yeah it's um i'm really enjoying it so far um i started it i guess one day last week and i, I I didn't. I saw. I remember the trailers from the reveal. I was one of the PlayStation events or something. I think mm-hmm. where I, where it was shown at. And I was like, oh, this is this is right up my alley. I, I mean, I didn't watch another thing about it. And what I didn't realize is basically it's God of War 2018. Yeah. If Kratos was Hellboy and in the Wild West fighting, you know, werewolves and vampires and shit. Yeah. And I, I didn't realize it was so melee focused. Uh, you know, I just thought it was a third person shooter. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm really enjoying. I mean, it's not you know, it's one of those things. I, I consider it probably a B tier kind of game. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's polished, you know, f- for the most part. I feel like combat feels really good. It's repetitive as all get out. I mean, it's it's you know, you move from one room to the next, just beating the shit out of things. But um, yeah, I don't know. It just has that. You know, I am. You know, when I get to, I'd rather watch a a B movie than sometimes than a fucking Chris Nolan joint, you know, and it's kind of the same yeah. way for games sometimes for me. If it's something I, you know, it, it's something I can just play an hour at a time and mindlessly work my way through, you know, sometimes that's all I want. Yeah. And I think I forget what happened. I think I just got to the point where it was like, there was just like this, it was like enemy after enemy after enemy. And I couldn't lower the difficulty. Cause like, I don't give a fuck about trophies. So for me, I, 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 you know, it definitely is, is I want to be able to kind of finish a game. So Mm -hmm. I, I really am less concerned about playing it on a certain difficulty level or whatever. So, you know, and that one, I think what ended up happening was I just, I kind of hit a brick wall and then, um, I couldn't lower the difficulty without starting, 
um, a new game. So I just was like, all mm. right, well, never mind. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it was some of the moves when you kind of chain them all together and the way that they, um, you know, kind of build off each other is is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and then especially as you kind of progress through the skill trees, um, they they really do some some pretty cool stuff. Um, it's just that, yeah, I, I think I, you know, that that game definitely could benefit from allowing you to, you know, kind of change the difficulty, even even if it means you have to, you know, start up a new, you know, start up your last save or something. But I think right. kind of locking, you know, locking in just seems like such a outdated concept. Um, right that you know well, i hope i don't get i hope i don't get stuck at any point because i think you're a I mean, better it's, player than i am so i don't think you. oh no i don't know about that. that i just it's you know i just i tend to start everything on normal and uh oh that's uh, what i do too go um, from there so <laughs> yeah yeah um so far, I, there's been a couple of areas I got. You know, I got. I've, I've died, but um, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. Nothing overwhelming so far. I was just like, oh, I should have done that there. You know, it's a, lot, a lot of it's uh, being attacked from off screen and shit. Like, yeah, because you think know that's it, the thing. It's like I was doing fine, and then I felt like I just got to a point where I was like, oh, f-, you know, I I, I must have just like hit a skill wall or something. I don't know, yeah. um, but it just what I was doing wasn't working. Um, so. But uh yeah, I mean it was a really it reminded me a lot of um the order. Oh yeah, yeah. Um just you know, obviously didn't look as good, but um right. but that, oh, that, that, kind, that kind of aesthetic, yeah. Yeah, it just it, it gave me a lot of order vibes. Um and and yeah, that game was you know, I, I wish they had made another one of those. I mean I think it needed I do too, kind man. of a little more to it, but um yeah, it there yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, I agree. Um so yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still basically, you know, because I was like, I'd fi- I'd finished, you know, the the. I, I didn't want to jump right into another, um, you know, like a dragon game. I was like, those yeah. those to me are. I, I really do have to space them out because they they can get very repetitive and annoying very quickly too. Mm. Um, so you know, I, I I really needed something in between, and um, I thought, wow, this is the the perfect. You know, I, I've been sitting on burning shores for quite a while, and um, right. you know, and and what's funny is it's like I don't even re- like I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember the story. Like I'd forgotten that fucking uh, oh shit, Trinity. Um, what the hell is her name? The actress that plays her, Carrie Ann Moss, mm. was in this game. I was like, Damn, oh shit, no yeah, idea. that's right. <laughs> like <laughs> I had completely forgotten about that. Like. You could have you could have bet me any amount of money, and I'd be like, no. <laughs> um, I just yeah, I had just totally forgotten about it. Um, I mean, it's it's been so long since it'd been out. It it's free uh, through PlayStation Plus extras, which should tell you something because yeah. Sony will wait a fucking minute to put their shit out there. Um, yeah. So, um, but um, I was like. <laughs> They're like, oh, you know, talking about, you know, all this shit and, you know, Lance Reddick is talking to me about stuff and I'm like, oh, you know, RIP. <laughs> and then I'm like, I yeah. have no idea what he's talking about. Like, right. absolutely no <laughs> idea what he is talking about. So I was like, all right, to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I read it. I was like, I don't remember any of that. <laughs> 
And I always feel like, bad. Like, you know, the writers just like spend so much time on these stories, and I'm just like, whatever, dude. Just point me to the next yeah. dinosaur. I need to well, make that's, a that's new exactly pair of pants. The way I'm playing, uh, that's exactly the way I'm playing. I've been playing a lot of uh, – oh, what the fuck's the name of that game? The dinosaur game that I play all – Exoprimal. Oh, yeah. I gotta, I've been back I gotta, on that, I gotta, too. I got to get into that. I've been back on that too. Just they had a, a fucking Street Fighter event, and I don't I don't buy the battle pass or anything, but you yeah. still get some rewards. Like I got a I play the the sharpshooter class or whatever they call them. Uh-huh. They call him a sharpshooter. He does not sharpshoot shit. Like if, <laughs> if he was a sniper, I would not be using it. Trust trust and believe. Okay? <laughs> like he's just he's just the basic run of the mill cyber ninja looking fucker with a machine gun. That's all I need. It uh. But I got a I got a Ryu skin for him. He's like a robot Ryu and stuff like oh, that. That's awesome. And then the the new season pass started on Tuesday or Wednesday last week, and it's fucking got Monster Hunter content on it. So there's a con- crossover with Monster Hunter. So I'm like, I got to get some of that shit. But it, it, you know, you you play these these you know dinosaur hunts or whatever. They're tests, what they call where they're like. You know, they're gathering data and shit like that. I don't know what the fuck we're gathering data for. Right. I don't know what anything is happening. At the end of the missions, it's like, you unlocked this lore piece and this, this, watch this video. And I'm like, skip. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like when I tried to get into Warframe, I'm like, I was like, oh, it's been, a, it's been a while. It'll be easy. Like, I don't mm. have to pay for anything because there's just going to be so much stuff. And then I was like, I don't, I am so, I'm like in the same it's like when so much stuff. <laughs> yeah. And this is what it's like when people jump into Destiny, and I yeah. mean, and you're just like, ah, oh, no, man, there's worms. You're like, what? <laughs> we fight worms? Ah, oh, no, you can't fight that worm. They took that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. trust me, they're yeah. very important. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah. and that's why I think, you know, Monster Hunter is is great, because there, the story is is very disposable. It's yep. just like, hey, bro, there's monsters. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's We're a big one. Kill those. A yeah. big <laughs> one's coming. <laughs> Why is it yeah. coming? Don't know. Don't care. You know. <laughs> yeah. We just know it's coming and we're in the way. Like, can we do right. something about that? <laughs> right, exactly. And hey, when you're out and about and you see a beautiful electric unicorn, shove yeah. that horn up its ass. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I will yeah. make you the best pair of pants you've ever seen. You're like, yeah. sold. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but uh, things as good as dead. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's like not everything needs to be, yeah. you know, whatever. It all doesn't have to have some message. It could it could just be it's fun as hell to punch a Tyrannosaurus in the face. Yes, and, exactly. And, and I get something out of it, you know. Yep. He no longer is burdened with the shackles of life. <laughs> I get pants. Like I, I really yep. feel like that's a win-win. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because if you, if you know, when they, when they, it's like whenever you know, we people would at work in their Slack channel talk about games, and I was like, oh, you know, this one guy was like saying how you know, The Last of Us Two is a tremendous game. I was like, tremendously good, and I was like. First of all, Jace, when did you start working at my company? Why why am I just finding out about it now? And I'm just like tremendously good. Like The Last of Us 2, a game that lasted 80 hours longer than it needed to, mm-hmm. was a tremendously good game. Like, fine, the mechanics, sure, the, the visuals, sure. But like 
how many man's the real monster? I mean, just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I guess yeah. the, although this one it was like vengeance is bad. Like that's like right. you can distill the 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 story of both of those games down into just you know pretty basic things. Uh, and I know you can do that with a lot of things, but it's pretty obvious <laughs> how yeah. basic some of the stuff is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like when I read the Washington Post thing about it, they're like, it's all sad dads and lesbians. And I'm like, that right there. <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I have nothing yeah. against it, but I was like, I, you know, I just, some of the stuff where they just try so hard on the story and it's just so lost on me. Yeah. Like, it's just so lost on me. Well, like yeah, well, yeah. We're not going to talk about the last Last of Us two again, no. but uh, like even the what it tried to do completely failed for me because I still didn't give a fuck about Abby. I still don't give a fuck about Abby. Like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'll have to get. I, I keep seeing Exo Primal. I'll need to. Is there like a class that like a beginner class like? The one I play. Oh, the, the sharpshooter. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the easiest. I mean, I I haven't even touched it. I I played the. Uh, they have obviously they have loot boxes because it's a games as a service thing. But sure, I got I got one and I got a I guess what they call an exotic or whatever they call it skin for the, the one that's kind of like the Reinhardt. He's this big fucker that does like a oh, shield. Okay. Yeah. And he's got this like gigantic minigun, mm-hmm. and uh, I pulled a. Uh, what basically makes him look like a, a blue Optimus Prime. He's supposed to. <laughs> and I was like, that's badass. And I played one round with him. I was like, I am not good with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my teammates are going to hate me. Like, yeah. what the fuck? What is our tank doing? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to go hide over here. Yeah. <laughs> not I don't, tanking. What, I know like, that much. <laughs> right? I don't know what any of these powers do. <laughs> like, <laughs> Many apologies. <laughs> Yeah, that's the problem. You know, I don't, I I, I feel like I know when I play Destiny, I know where my lane is, like, and I don't stray Mm -hmm. from it. I I am not going to jump into a competitive playlist because I do not want to drag the team down. Yeah. I'm not going to jump into uh, trials. Mm. I'm not going to do a grand match. Like, anything with matchmaking. Like, you know, I'm not going to go looking for a group on a raid where I don't know fuck all about the mechanics. Like, I, you know, I know what the basic responsibility of playing that game is in the different modes. And I know what I'm capable of and what I'm not. And I don't, Mm. you know, I don't venture into the the wilds just to satisfy my curiosity. (laughs) So it'd be the same thing with something like this, where it's just like, that looks hard. I'm not, no. So yeah. I don't want strangers being upset with me. They're like, right. you're supposed to shoot the canister. And you're like, Who's, what canister? <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. happening. You got a triceratops up my ass. Give me a second. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too, right? Like, yeah. you know, uh, do they have like a training mode? Like, at least like you can do shit. So you're not just like jumping in cold with the public. Uh, it runs you through a tutorial. So I guess you okay. could. 
But I, the only thing I really remember from that was that that's why I play as the character I play as. Is that's the only guy I remember him letting me be. And it, it might be different. Uh, maybe I'm just not smart enough to know that I could have changed classes during the tutorial. Well, I mean, World, wasn't World War Z is similar where like they don't give you access to all the classes up front? I think you have to, right. you have to purchase yeah. them. Oh yeah, this there yeah. There's you only get like two characters. You get each class, but there's multiple characters, and you only get like the first two for oh, free. Okay. I guess. And, and and is it like you can it's like a sixty dollar thing to buy or like it's a season pass thing and then you no yeah it's it's an actual like it's got a physical release and everything I don't know if it's I don't know if it's one of those like forty dollar releases or if it was a sixty but mm-hmm. um but yeah it's you know and you get what you get from the base game then obviously they want you to buy the season pass and shit sure. like that but you know being on Game Pass it's just you know I just play the free shit so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah interesting yeah well I'll have to give it a try. Cool, cool, cool. Um, hey, have you seen that? Uh, what's that? F- Founding Fathers or uh, mm. the horror movie? Is that out yet? The one with the guy dressed up in the like George Washington. Oh yeah, no, I, I don't know if that's out yet or not. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because uh, it reminded me so much of of Thanksgiving. I was Th- like, yeah Thanksgiving. Yeah, what are the odds? Let me see. Founding, uh, yeah. I'm not sure. Let's see here. Hmm. I'll have to find it. Yeah. I, I saw the, um, I saw the uh, kind of a trailer for it, and I was like, "Well, oh, that could be interesting." And you know, we're kind of getting into that drought for movies, so yeah, um, I'm always on the lookout for something, uh, something cool to watch. Um, all right. Well, very good. So I'm gonna hopefully. Uh, not get too irritated with Aloy as I continue the burning shores. <laughs> Hopes are high. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, and whatever. Uh, I will say what real quick, one last thing. I did watch, um, there's a new animated um, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched part one, and I was like, is this like a new oh, no. telling? It, mm. It's because it's entirely flash focused. Ah, yeah. And so I'm just like, what? what, what well, that's what, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's important, but they didn't, sure the whole thing didn't focus on him. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm just thinking like, unless you're gonna do like a series, that's gonna be a hard one just to to even if you do like a two parter, that's still a lot of story for you know. Three yeah. hours, so it's yeah. I I could see why they would do that, but I'll make at that point. Maybe just don't do that one. And I'm because I'm watching it going. I've read this book a bunch of times, mm-hmm. and I feel like I don't know what the fuck is going yeah. on. Yeah, and and then I read kind of a review of it, and they're like, it's so flash focused, it leaves out so much stuff of yeah. what's happening. And I was yeah. like, okay, good. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not forgetting I've, everything. I, <laughs> I, I man, for as good as they used to be, it's been a while since I've seen a DC animated thing. I was like, that was really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, it really has, which is disappointing. But yeah, um, yeah. So, um, all right, good. I'm glad glad to know that I'm not because uh, I was like, man, I got to find my copy and read it again because I'm, I'm I'm missing something. Mm. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so. All right. Well, it's been episode 190. 
thank you everybody for hanging out. I'm sure that we'll have uh, plenty of uh, cool stuff to talk about the next time uh, we get together. We'll have our our Super Bowl uh, contestants all laid out at that point, so we can yep. make uh, plans for uh, something else that night. Uh, <laughs> But um, uh, whatever it is we decide to uh, watch or play, hopefully you will be here uh, with us uh, next episode to talk about. So for myself and Mitch, thank you so much. It's been episode 190 of Divided by Werewolves. Uh, Thank you for hanging out. We look forward to spending some more time with you in the next two weeks. Uh, So again, for me and Mitch, thank you. Good night and have a good evening.